Hey guys, Dr. Greg here, and on today's episode of The Daily Dose with Dr. Greg, we're going to take a deep dive into one of my favorite conversations, and that's inflammation. So we now know that about 60% of Americans, inflammation is the underlying factor into their literal demise. So I want to go in... And today we're going to talk about what is inflammation. We're going to talk about acute inflammation, chronic inflammation, and more importantly, how this ties into the immune system. So a lot of this information comes off of uh, the National Institute of Health and the research papers that are done there, uh, research from the, the Cleveland Clinic. All of this information will be in the show notes. We exist to, to cut through the fluff. This show exists to be your go-to, to give you the information on the health. We're not trying to sell you anything. We are trying to give you the information that you and your loved ones deserve so that as you are making health decisions, you know that you know that you have the right information. So like I tell all of our patients here at the Vitae Clinic, by the way, we are on site at our Vitae Clinic in Burnsville, Minnesota. We have our own epic studio here, and you're going to see in future episodes where it's it's myself like this one just going back and forth with with my laptop and the research and then we have lined up a whole host of amazing guests to have on here with us. Our goal is to find the best of the best. Our goal is to do the research for you. Our goal is for me to take my 20 plus years of clinical experience and ask the right people the right questions so that we can cut to the chase and have the right information for you and your loved ones. So Let's first talk about your body and how the immune system works. So I call this immunology 101. So think about many times if you've ever had a piece of blood work, they're going to talk about um, something called the, the CBC or the complete blood count. Now understand in functional medicine, which I'm trained in, so I'm formally trained uh, from the Institute for Functional Medicine. I did this week-long course called Applying Functional Medicine in Clinical Practice, an amazing course. I did it many years ago and have kept up um, in a profound way on my, on my continuing education. So Immunology 101, going back to that complete blood count, the very first marker is WBC, also known as the white blood cell count. In functional medicine, we actually use different ranges than maybe your allopathic or your general practitioner. The way to think about this is think of their ranges as being more disease-based ranges, where in functional medicine, so their ranges are many are times many many times they're very broad or wide. And by the way, if you're listening to this and maybe you've had a, a concern or a symptom and you've gone to your doctor and your doctor has ran labs and they come back and they're like, your labs are all normal. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> How can I feel like this and my labs be normal? So if you're that person, this is going to be the podcast for you. We're going to, we're going to do deep dives into what the normal, uh, what the optimal ranges are. So again, think of the, the reference range on those labs as like an allopathic disease-based range, where in functional medicine, we use a much narrower range. Think of this as disease-based and this is optimal functioning ranges. So many times you'll see the disease-based range for white blood cells to be between like four and 10. And in functional medicine, we narrow it up to between five and eight. 
So immunology 101 looks like this. By the way, your white blood cells are part of your immune system function. Let's talk in terms of war for a second. So think of your body being like a country. And let's say that an enemy, a, a virus, a bacteria, a parasite, a toxin enters your system and it is detected by your immune system. So what happens then is we quote unquote deploy the troops. So if your body had a or has a healthy immune system and it was responding appropriately to the enemy and we ran that that complete blood count test, we would see your white blood cell counts somewhere like above 10. So 11, 12, 13. So if we ran that test, it would give us an idea that, hey, you have detected or identified an enemy and you've mounted a defense. You've deployed the troops and you're going to attack that enemy. And if your immune system does what it's supposed to do, what it's designed to do, it has the ability to kill the enemy. And then this is really important here. Don't forget about this. And we're going to probably shoot multiple episodes on drainage pathways. So it kills the enemy. And then it has to have the ability to get rid of it. So we call these drainage pathways, ways that we are designed to get things out of our body. So drainage pathways, your gut, right? You poop things up. By the way, we're going to talk a lot about poop on this podcast. Your liver. Now, keep in mind, your liver does not have its own direct exit point, right? Your liver lies on your right below your rib cage on the right side. There's no exit point there. Your liver actually dumps into your intestines or your gut in two different places. We're going to talk more about that. So I'll tell you right now that if your gut's not functioning, your poor liver is not going to do so hot your kidneys, right? You urinate things out. Um, we talk about your lymphatic system. So there's, there's a term that we're going to talk more about as we go through our journey together. It's called GALT. G-A-L-T. Gut associated lymphatic tissue. So 80% of your lymphatic tissue actually lies around your liver and your large intestine. So it all sits in that gut liver area. Now you've also heard about having like lymph nodes, like, like maybe in your neck or your armpits or your groin area. So you actually have lymphatic tissue all over your body. However, again, 80% of that lies within your liver and your large intestine. So we talked about the kidneys, we talked about the gut, the liver. Guess what? Your brain even has its own lymphatic system. It's called a glymphatic system. So your brain uses a, a, a large amount of vascular system, a large amount of blood supply goes to your brain. So your brain has to be functioning optimally as often as it can. You then, you can sweat things out. So your, pers your perspiratory system, your sweat glands are another way. And lastly, probably the least understood or least appreciated detoxification pathway is your respiratory system. So if you're listening to this and you're maybe even interested in weight loss, and we'll probably do a whole episode on, on weight loss, there's a great book called Breath. And we know that eight and a half out of every 10 pounds of weight loss comes through your breath. So breath, so your respiratory system is also a substantial detox system. Okay, so our body, our immune system has identified the enemy. It has killed the enemy 
through different white blood cell activity, and then it uses the drainage pathways to get rid of it. So back to immunology 101, right? So you, you've identified the enemy, your immune system has gone in and killed the enemy, and then it has excreted or gotten the enemy out of your system through your drainage pathways. So there's immunology 101. And then what happens to your white blood cells after you've gotten rid of that component is they then go back down into that five to eight range and literally say, all right, who's next? So that is very basics when it comes to the conversation of immunology. Now, what happens when you have that immune system reaction is your body has an inflammatory response. So inflammation and immune system response are directly correlated. So if your immune system is activated, there is an inflammatory response. And by the way, inflammation isn't always a bad thing. Now, if inflammation hangs around for too long, it can be a bad thing. In many cases, an acute inflammatory response is very natural. For example, if you sprain your ankle and your ankle starts to swell, that's your body bringing the right um, the right products, the right fluid, the right white blood cells, the right plasma and serum to get to that area to help heal that area as quick as possible. Now, if that inflammation is hanging in your ankle, two weeks later, we now call that a chronic inflammatory process, and it is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. All right, so now that you understand immunology 101, the basics, you could probably go past uh, most college classes with that. Now let's jump into immunology 201. And, and as a functional medicine doctor that really does deep dives into chronic infection and chronic toxicity, this is the meat and potatoes of why we do what we do. Okay, so immunology 201. Remember, so, you're, so again, think of in terms of war, right? We've identified an enemy. Um, and we've mounted a response. But in this case, it's not just a single one. And by the way, it's usually never just a single enemy. So we have a whole host of enemies. And, and what I say is your enemy brought its friends, right? So we've mounted this defense against bacteria, virus, toxin, environmental toxin, mycotoxin, heavy metals, you name it. And by the way, though, these things fight back. So yes, we might have had that initial white blood cell rise. However, if if so we've deployed our troops but if the enemy's fighting back and we cannot make the troops as fast as we're losing the troops over time and it's very very common but not always i will actually see low white blood cells or low normal white blood cells so remember in functional medicine the functional range for white blood cells is five to eight so over time it's not uncommon that i see five and a half or less white blood cell counts and then what happens is then that tells me that the poor body's, you know, military is under a huge load. It's also a tip off for me to say, all right, what is in the system now? So now we're talking about a conversation of chronic inflammation and the body is, is in this long, continuous state. And then the immune system is taking its focus or doesn't have the ability rather to do what it's supposed to do. And this is where we have to jump in. So, so like acute, right? So going back to acute, right? Like I sprained my ankle, um, you know, my body has pain in an area, but chronic inflammation, this is where things become confusing for so many people. You know, you, you have things that maybe don't make sense. The other thing that's really important to understand about chronic inflammation is there can still be symptoms. 
The question though is, if we understand that the body truly responds appropriately to its environment, the question is not, oh yeah, just take this anti-inflammatory. We don't put band-aids on bullet wounds. We want to know why the body is responding in that way. Now, the catch though is there are hosts, large hosts of disease processes that have inflammation at the foundation. So again, this is from the Cleveland Clinic's website. They talk about Alzheimer's disease. Now, I don't know if any of you that are watching this know somebody or have someone in your family that's been ravaged by dementia, like Alzheimer's disease. By the way, I have. My grandma was greatly impacted by dementia. And what I tell people is this, like Alzheimer's doesn't kill you, but it takes your life, right? It literally ravages your ability to live the life that you're truly designed to live. We also now, now know statistically that the number one health fear of anybody over 50 is Alzheimer's disease. Now, number three on this list is the number one fear of people less than 50. So if you're less than 50 and I said to you, what's your greatest health fear? It's the big C word, right? Cancer. Again, cancer is when your immune system due to an overriding inflammatory pathway cannot keep at bay what's going on. So they talk about asthma, heart disease. I mean, gosh, the number one cause of death in the United States has a underlying chronic inflammatory condition to it. And yes, you can do labs and you can see that there are heart markers that often we can talk about heart markers and I run huge cardiovascular panels. But if the baseline is inflammation and the thing that controls inflammation is your immune system, does it really, I mean, we have to go to the base, you guys, we have to go to the root of this to truly see what's going on. It talks about rheumatoid arthritis or ankylosing spondylitis. I actually have been involved in the autoimmune world since day one. And what we know is that uh, autoimmune diseases can have a familial conversation to them. And a lot of times, Western medical or allopathic training, when it comes to autoimmune diseases, makes the assumption that the immune system has gone rogue. And so for example, if it's your, if it's your joints, they call it rheumatoid arthritis. It means that your body's making antibodies against that area. You know, if it's your brain, they call it MS. If it's your thyroid, they call it Hashimoto's or, or, um, or Graves disease. If it's a gut, they call it Crohn's or irritable bowel. The point of it though, is, is if we go back to the foundation, the philosophy that the body responds appropriately to its environment, the question we have to ask is, is why is the body making those antibodies? And again, remember that that intimate relationship between the immune system and inflammation. So um, even the clinic clinic here talks specifically about common causes of inflammation, autoimmune disorder, exposure to toxins. So we actually now have the ability, even through laboratory work, to test things like like um, mycotoxins, the exposure to, to toxic funguses or toxic molds, heavy metals. You know, there's a whole host of heavy metals that can be tested for, even environmental toxins. It was funny, I was doing an uh, initial evaluation the other day with a woman from, from uh, wheat, wheat field country of Kansas. And she had worked on a wheat farm for many, many years. And I, I was going through the tests that we do with the environmental toxin. And I said that we, we even check for things like glyphosate and 2,4-D and phthalates. And she said, wait, 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 did you just say 2,4-D, Dr. Greg? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I, for about five years, sat in an open cab tractor 
and sprayed 2,4-D on thousands of acres of cropland. And I would get it all over my body. It would literally bake onto my skin. And she's like, and you're telling me that I'm not designed to have that. And I was like, oh my gosh. So so actually, I'm excited. Um, and maybe she'll let us share her labs uh, with you guys when we get them back. But I am super curious to see how that has impacted her health. So overall, we just really need to understand that, that inflammation um, early on, it's a very healthy thing. But if we don't figure out what's going on from an immune system standpoint and be proactive with it, it can literally turn into a runaway freight train. And, and many of the people that find us clinically, um, I, I kind of I give them this analogy, like the first thing that we have to do is we have to take this runaway freight train that's going down the wrong track at the wrong direction. And we have to slow it down. And then once we have it slowed down, we have to get it to a stop. And then once it's to a stop, we have to turn it around. And you know, this is a lot of work. And what I what I wanted to tell you guys, if if you're, if you're like, man, this is really resonating with me, we have been, um, you know, and again, there's a time and a place for pharmaceutical intervention. I'm, I'm super grateful for that. And we'll actually probably do even a whole episode about, about um, you know, how those things can be used appropriately. I mean, respectfully, just to even say that I would be a widower if not for Western medicine. All five of our children had the umbilical cord wrapped twice around their neck. So if not for emergency C-sections... I would not have five beautiful babies and a drop-dead gorgeous wife right now. So super grateful. There's a time and a place for it. So the ultimate goal, though, is we want to understand why these things are happening, trust that the body is responding appropriately to what's going on, but ultimately to, to just give you guys a handle on what could my body be responding to. And, and you guys will hear this term a lot from me during this podcast. We don't guess we test. So uh, in future podcasts, we'll even probably break down that CBC. We'll talk about the, what are called the differentials. So we talk about the different types of white blood cells, but the ultimate goal is to understand inflammation and its association with the immune system. And ultimately what I know, and I, I, I will take it to my grave that the body really doesn't need help healing. It just needs no interference. So when we talk about interference, we talk about infections, toxicity. I mean, even emotional trauma and those types of things can all have impacts. So if you're willing to do the work and you, you, you are willing to be at a place where you get that the only way out is through, like continue to, to tune in. We're going to bring in a bunch of guests that are experts in their fields. Again, my job is to take my 20 years of experience and ask good questions and ultimately give you and your loved ones the tools that you guys deserve. So stay tuned. Uh, we would love if you guys share this podcast with others. I, I assume that you can go in and rate this. Um, we truly exist to be that sounding board. So share us, rate us, like us, share us with your friends, and then stay tuned for our future episodes.